0: Hello and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, this year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. We are here in Season 5 with the commentary of the Svarno and the notes of Rabbi Palkovitz looking at Chapter 5, Paragraph 1, Parakei Mishnah Alf. Of course, we have the introductory phrase beginning with every parak, we say, All of Israel has a share in the world to come. How do we know this? As it says, Your people are all righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, my handiwork, which to take pride, teaching us, telling us, giving over to us, that we all can have a share in the world to come, obviously besides for the people that do not have a share, as Helech and Sanhedrin and the Tama talk about, like Gehazi or other kings that had no share in the world to come, but each of us have the ability to get our share in the world to come. All we have to do is be as righteous as we can. Inherit the land through doing Torah, doing mitzvahs, doing chesed. Be that branch of Hashem's planting. Be that handiwork in which Hashem takes pride in, and then you can realize and you could gain that, Ability to have your portion in the land of the world to come. So let's look at Hey Aleph Five One. We're talking a lot of different numbers in this parak. Starting off with ten, with ten utterances, with ten sayings. The world was created. What does that come to teach us? Could it not have been created with one utterance? Hashem didn't even have to say anything. Hashem could have, flicked his fingers. Obviously, he's not human. But he could have created the world with one letter, with one word. Why does he need a whole utterance? Why does he need ten utterances? <inaudible> this was to exact punishment from the wicked. <inaudible> Who destroyed the world. Who destroyed the world. That was created with ten utterances is to exact punishment from the wicked, who destroyed the world that was created with ten utterances. Valiting lat Tovlatikim, to bestow goodly reward upon the righteous. olam to give goodly reward upon the righteous who sustain the world that was created by ten utterances. Ten being of course a famous number. And Judaism, and Yahadut, especially with the Asara Dibros, and there, of course, the Ten Utterances that Hashem makes the world. So the Svaro points out in this chapter, the author teaches us the importance of the analytical aspects of Torah and their implementation through deeds. He brings proof to this thesis from the fact that the Torah tells us that with ten utterances the world was created. The purpose of teaching us this is not to say that the Creator could not create the world in any other manner. For the power of creation from nothingness, yesh, may I be without matter, where no movement or time was involved, is unaffected by the number of utterances. There is no added fatigue or weariness engendered by ten statements in comparison to one. The intent, therefore, is to tell us that in order to bring into existence a being man in his form and image, as Bracious points out, who would meet the standard of tov, that which is good, the yardstick of all creation, it was perforce necessary to do so through ten progressive utterances, through which all of creation came into existence, culminating with the creation of Adam. From this it follows that whoever assists God in reaching this goal mindful that there was great effort in attaining it, is worthy of significant reward from Hashem. Conversely, he who prevents the attainment of this goal of perfecting the world and man incurs great punishment. The notes point out that the Tosfos Yom Tov in his commentary on this mission speaks of creation, yesh me'ayin, ex nihilo, something from absolute nothingness, as does the Svarno in his commentary. However, Tosfos Yom Tov uses this concept as proof that creation could have been accomplished with a single utterance. If, however, there was primordial matter as some philosophers believe, the nature of that matter may have been such that it was impossible to create everything with but a single utterance. The Sworn, on the other hand, utilizes this concept of Yeshme Ayn to explain that since neither matter or movement or time existed at the time of creation, the number of utterances which were used is immaterial. He therefore explains that the reason Hashem used ten utterances to create the world was in order to proceed incrementally from the simple to the complex and finally to the crown of creation that is man. This was done to instruct man and press upon him that the end purpose of creation was to create, here on earth, one being who is fashioned in the divine image, selam Elohim. This in turn teaches the human being his unique, great responsibility to perfect himself and to imitate Hashem in keeping with God's intent. How great, therefore, will be man's reward when he fulfills his mission, thereby becoming a partner with Hashem in the work of creation. Conversely, his punishment will be severe if he thwarts God's plan to attain the goal set for him by God. So make sure in your life, make sure in your days to reflect God in every way you can. Just as Hashem is compassionate, you too should be compassionate. Just as Hashem feeds others, you feed others. Just as Hashem does for others, you need to do for others. Emulate Hashem. Make sure you're worthy of the utterances Hashem did to make the world. Make sure you're worthy of the life Hashem gives you. Justify your life by being involved in Torah, Chesed, Mitzvahs every single day of your life in order to bring goodness upon this world and those around us. Join us next time as we talk about 10 generations from Adam to Noah here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.